Blog Talk Radio.
Good evening, and welcome to Wisdom Walk Talk here on Black Hole Radio and my YouTube channel, Wisdom Walk to Self Mastery. I am your host and guide, Judge Apa Maria Enteroma, and we are in the second and final nature month of this water year that has opened a new age in human evolution with mind-blowing changes. Navigating through relentless and disruptive shifts in climate and weather, deadly variants of COVID, the great resignation, and now I have to add to it, the um, disruption in Afghanistan and all of that. This is the dramatic, traumatic, daunting, overwhelming, unbelievable, but we do not have to stay in victim mode. We can consciously choose to embrace the following cosmic truths. Number one, there's no going back. Our masks are here to stay. If you know that George Gershwin song, Our Love is Here to Stay, just put, it's very clear, our masks are here to stay. Yeah. And it's also time for new learning. Yeah, we have a lot of new learning to do. And last but not least, we are all in this together. So join me as I take you through a love-centered pathway forward by shifting up tonight from isolation to collaboration. Yes, it's time to shift up. Now, before I start, of course, I want to remind you that if you are listening to this broadcast live and you have any problem with your internet connection, you can listen by phone at area code 563-999-3089. Also, I try to upload videos the week that I do these broadcasts to my YouTube channel. I got a little delayed. I was sick this month in a way I didn't expect. Um, but normally I do try to get out a video to my YouTube channel, which is Wisdom Walk to Self Mastery. And you can ask questions or share comments in the following ways on my Facebook page, which is Wisdom Walk Radio. My Facebook group, which you're invited to join, it's called Wisdom Walk Community. And my website, which is www.wisdomwalk2selfmastery.com. And if you're watching this as a video, of course, in the comment section below. But now I invite you to sit or lay back and join me for this exploration of our inner landscape where you can connect to your soul and discover the truer treasure of who you are as human. Hmm. Oh, here we are, folks. Here we are. I uh, skipped a week because, like I said, I wasn't feeling well. I had what the old folks call stomach grip. Um, and uh, the good news is that I, I moved through that. I did my good work, my good healing work, both physically and emotionally, and um, I feel better than ever. Things are good. And, uh, you know, that's the time we're living in. It's unexpected things show up, and our job is to accept it because I was in a bit of denial at first. I thought, oh, I'm just tired. Oh, I just ate the wrong thing. Yeah, right. Uh but once I accepted that I really did have some kind of infection, um, I was able to address it, take care of it. And so that's the same thing we are all going through right now. 
And as I always do before I really start spilling is to honor the ancestors. And this month it's been really, really important to do that because we've just had a lot, a lot of disruption. So I want you to think about those persons who walk the earth plane but aren't here anymore. They could have been good people. They could have been black sheep of the family. Um, they could have been people who hurt you. They could have been people who guided you because once somebody crosses over back into the land of the ancestors, they're no longer who they were. They're back to their full soul self. And that soul self understands why they did what they chose to do because of the sacred contract that they were holding. And they get to review that and find out, okay, I could have done this a little better. Or I could have done this a little worse, whatever. But we can call on all of them to come and be a support to us because, you know, the ancestors who were um, walked their shadow side, lived their shadow side, those are some of the best guides to help you not do the same thing because, you know, they went through it and so they'd be like, okay, yeah, let me tell you, don't go down that road, don't open up that book, stay out of that relationship, um, so they can guide you as well as the people who were your cheerleaders, who were your anchors who were your support. So let's call on all of them right now, calling on all the ancestors as we open ourselves to receiving this non-physical support for these unprecedented times we are living in. Yeah, and take a deep breath in and blow it out. You do that three times, it really helps. Get yourself a little centered before we do the invocation. And so creator, mother, father, God, source, all the one, all that is, we thank you. We thank you, we thank you for your blessing, your mercy in our lives, and yet for the opportunity that you bring us to open ourselves up to receive this greater non-physical help from the ancestors. Mm. Ancestors, 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 we are calling out to you. For we're hurting, we are hurting. These are really, really strange times hard times, and we're having to navigate through so many things all at once. And so we need your help, your guidance, your love, your understanding, your wisdom from having walked this earth plane to help us make the right choices, to choose love over fear in every moment. And so ancestors, 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 we're calling out to you and we're thanking you, thanking you, thanking you for being there for us, supportive for us, the guides for us that we need at this time and in this way. Mm. And Creator, I ask and thank you again for the blessing of the ancestors, and I ask you for this in the name of all that is holy. I say, Amen. Asheho asash and get this and So it is. She. So I'm going to move right into our elemental wisdom, which showed up on Friday this week, the twentieth. And we landed on an earth week. Here's the opportunity. Pay it forward. Be an inspiration. Offer assistance without expecting anything in return, especially anything material in return. Yeah. Demonstrate your ability to be generous, compassionate, considerate, and trustworthy. Invoke the generative, nourishing, and abundant universal love energy of the earth element to be of service to others, yes. In doing this in a humble and balanced way, you will be gifting your soul 
with unconditional love. This emotional resource will serve you well as you continue to move through unexpected barriers to the fulfillment of your annual commitments of your hopes, wishes, and dreams. As you comfort others, you will be comforted. So three distractions to really, really avoid this week. Number one, complaining, because that ain't going to solve nothing. So once you say it once, yeah, I don't like this, this is terrible, da-da-da-da-da, then start focusing on, okay, what can I do to shift this? Expecting others to do what you can do, yeah, let that go. Because just because I was able to do something for somebody else doesn't mean they can do the same for me. And then last but not least, that fear of not being appreciated or compensated. Yes, do not make anything in this human world responsible for why and how you value yourself. Go in, connect with your soul, connect with your God, and know that if you're doing the right thing, your rewards will come sooner rather than later. Yeah, you just have to believe. Now, this coming Friday, um, August the 27th, we start a fire week, and that's about time to remove what was never yours to keep. Yes, I'm talking about forgiveness work. Yes. Now, I will not be broadcasting live next Sunday, but hopefully I am going to get out a video about the elemental wisdom and the astrological information between now and September the 4th. And speaking astrologically, I really do have to do a special video for the astrology of today in particularly, because today is a really huge astrological aspects day. And there's just so much out there. I was getting, my head was getting foggy from (laughs) so many people writing about this full moon in Aquarius, which is the second full moon in Aquarius, two months in a row, unprecedented, hasn't happened since 2002. Um, And so there's a lot. And the other pieces that, of course, we all know all of the, the really hard things that are going on. So it's hard to get some happy news right now or hard to hear that, what, this astrological aspect is good? We're at Let Tell me, because I ain't feeling it. And what we have to remember is <laughs> we all have a choice. We all have a choice. I don't care what situation we're in. We can look for that silver lining. We can focus on, you know, what is good and what is right and what is the best, especially when we're in a situation that doesn't feel good. So I'm going to give you a little bit of today. Like I said, I'll probably do another video where I can break it down a little more in regards to the fuller picture of what this Aquarius full moon, because Aquarius is still in Saturn. Saturn is retrograde and and more details about what all that means. But here's what you can know about this week, because we've got today three aspects all on the same day. So first it is about this full moon in Aquarius. I'm going to read to you from uh, Kyle Thomas and Astro Butterfly. Um, So they say, last month we had a rather challenging lunation in Aquarius, but this one on August 22nd, it is opposite Jupiter, and that forecasts that luck will guide our path and hard work will pay off, especially the kind that propels us each to our aspirations. It is rather uncommon to have two full moons in the same sign. In um, the last time we had two full moons in Aquarius, again, was in 2002. 
But what makes this full moon Aquarius truly special, says Astro Butterfly, is that it is conjunct the most beneficent, beneficial planet in our solar system, which is Jupiter. Having a full moon conjunct Jupiter is an astrologer's dream come true. This full moon literally makes zero negative aspects. Wow. Wow. Also, the sun at 29 degrees Leo is conjunct the majestic star Regulus, the star of success, brilliance, and honor. The cherry on top is that both the rulers of full moon, Saturn and Uranus, make harmonious aspects with other planets. Saturn in Aquarius is trying Venus in Libra, and Uranus in Taurus is trying Mercury and Mars in Virgo. And a trine, again, is where the energy is flowing. It's not a square or opposition. Yeah. So along with that full moon again, here's what, the, what else is going on today. I'm telling you about those trines. So we have also the sun entering Virgo. So Virgo season has begun today, and it will be, they say, one of the sweeter ones of 2021 as more favorable aspects will take place during this time of year. Virgo season helps to bring attention to how we build our lives. Now, that's, that's a good thing. Efficiency and productivity will become especially important to us now. Also at this time, Mars and Virgo trining Uranus in Taurus will infuse us with the urge to take risks, to begin projects, to follow our passions. We will crave to switch up the routine and pursue a change of pace. Wow. So today, big, big energy, and I invite everyone to, despite whatever you're going through, to tap into that, to know that there really are, there really is a loving energy, a positive energy that is moving in the universe, and we can tap into it. Now, tomorrow, we get Venus and Libra trining Saturn in Aquarius. This is going to aid our relationships. Existing unions will experience more stability and stress, infused with harmony and commitment. This is an excellent day to make a promise you'd like to last forever. Way cool on the 23rd. Then moving to Tuesday, the 24th, we get Mercury and Virgo opposing Neptune and Pisces. And this energy is an aspect because this is not flowing energy. So this could create a dampening effect upon our minds and vitality. So it's best to lie low rather than making any agreements we plan to stick with. Yeah, so Tuesday, take it light. Then we jump ahead to... Um, Thursday, the 26th, and we get Mercury in Virgo trining Pluto in Capricorn. And with this, our minds will be agile, sharp, and penetrating. This is an excellent day to do business, make agreements, or bargain. The power of Pluto will make all of our communications persuasive and captivating. Use the energy to your greatest benefit. And there you have it, the astrological forecast for this week coming up. I will leave the references in the um, description box below the video, and I will post it on my Facebook page and with the Facebook community. Today is also important because it is 
Earth Day. Yes. This is the 22nd of the month, which I've declared is our monthly Earth Day. And once again, I invite you to learn about the Global Earth Challenge. This is the world's largest ever coordinated citizen science campaign. The initiative works to integrate existing citizen science projects as well as to build the capacity for new ones. As all of us can be part of a growing citizen science worldwide community. This is to collect data that will empower people around the world to help monitor and mitigate the threats to environmental and human health in their community. And I invite you to go to the website, www.earthday.org backslash campaign backslash global dash earth dash challenge. And of course, you can also take on some simple acts of going green. That's also at the website called a Try a Simple Act of Green. And you can learn more about climate change because, you know, the UN put up that report that, yeah, humanity, you in trouble. You have not been doing what you were told to do 10 years ago, 20 years ago, and you in trouble. So you can find out more about what is actually going on also at the website Act on Climate Change. And please, just a small thing you do by deciding to put that piece of plastic into recycle rather than into the garbage really, really makes a difference. Please know that together we can make this earth habitable for the seventh generation that is coming after us. Yeah. Okay, now I'm going to jump into my spiritual spill for the week. As you know, my theme for the month is the great shift up. So here's my overview. I'm going to do a review of that great shift up and what I've talked about so far in terms of moving from acceptance, denial to acceptance, from arrogance to reverence. And then I'll talk about why isolation and how to move to collaboration. And, of course, I'll leave you with a personal growth opportunity, a PGO, And my quote for tonight is an African proverb which says, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. Yeah, isn't that beautiful? Yeah. So the great shift up. We are being asked by everything that is going on, all the things you see in the news, all the stuff that's happening, like the toppling of, of of Governor Cuomo, you know, all of these things, the climate change, what's happening in Afghanistan, the failure of Afghanistan on the part of the U.S. military, um, you know, all of what is going on, it's really designed to help us as humans to shift up our consciousness into a greater one, one that is more about the fact that doing things that aren't appropriate are a waste of our time and energy and that we need to be focusing on how do we be loving, supportive, happy, joyous, you know, generous, you know, all of the things that have been allowed to go on for so long in the name of economic success, in the name of egoic success, in the name of even national success, those things are being shown to be not okay. 
So we have so many things that are going on. And what I have been talking about this month to help you with is to know, okay, what what are some of the energies that we are stuck in and, and how do we move out of it? So I first talked about denial, that we're in denial about. You know, if the U.S. military, just take Afghanistan, if they're there for 20 years and their goal is how do we strengthen this country to become more de- democratic and strengthen their military so that they can fight, you know, who they believe are the enemies or who the enemies are, um, and doesn't happen, you know. I mean, at some point within those 20 years, somebody had to know, like, this ain't working, right? And then you do something about that, you know. You don't wait until the disaster to to throw your hands up in the air and say, oh, not more I can do, you know, again. But that's what denial does because denial is an expression of deep fear. It's an expression of deep fear. And I talked about that we have to move out of that into acceptance. We have to be able to accept <laughs> basically our mortality, meaning that we will get things wrong. We, we will make mistakes. We will be in a position of not knowing. And if we can accept that, that's when we can do something about it. That's when we can make a decision that doesn't harm so many people in so many ways. Same thing with climate change. Like how much more denial did we need to be in four years ago when we left out of the United States, left out of the French agreement, you know, I mean, really? Like, why didn't businesses rise up and say, no, no, we, 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 we'll destroy the planet. It's not worth it, you know, this kind of thing. So anyway, denial is a big, huge piece. And so I look at how is that showing up for us individually? You know, how is that showing up for in our individual, our personal lives? Because I don't care how smart you are. I don't care how spiritual you are. I don't care how emotionally intelligent you are. Somewhere you are in denial about something or you will be in denial for a minute because it it is part of being human. Like I told you about me getting sick. You know, I was in denial, you know, and so it took a little more bump to the head for me to get that, oh, I need to move out of that. So we can consciously take on saying, yes, okay, as a human being, I'm going to fall into denial. I need to get to acceptance and I need some help. And that was the personal growth opportunity was to, you know, do this um, faith gesture to help you move out of that. The second one I talked about was arrogance, because arrogance basically is a denial that there's a greater order and direction. You know, we have been a very a-spiritual, absent of God culture for a long, long time. And we've gotten very presumptuous, very prideful, very haughty about what we think we know just like this whole COVID thing. Yeah. And so, you know, the variant has come to teach us that, you know what? Yeah, I am a force to be reckoned with, and you really don't know enough, but you need to open up to learning. And that's how we move out of arrogance. We have to move into having reverence, and reverence for what? For a greater order and direction, meaning that we've, aren't the final answer. The buck doesn't stop with us. And so we have to humble ourselves and we have to open up to learning more about what it is and what's really going on. So tonight I wanted to focus for a minute on isolation. Now, isolation is different from solitude. Solitude is where, 
I just need a little break. I got to get with myself and get myself together. Put my mask on first, you know, like they say on the airplane. You know, I got to take care of myself. That's when you do solitude. Isolation, I'm talking about as a conscious choice. It comes from denial of an essential part of being human, which is the need to connect. So the word isolation comes from the Latin insulatus, made into an island. Isn't that interesting? From insula, which was Latin for island. So as human beings, it is our natural ability to connect to others in loving and harmonious ways. And when this isn't happening, it's because something is blocking us. Yeah. And that something is usually victim consciousness. We believe that someone or something is out to get us. And I use the story of Scrooge a lot because I think it's just brilliant in its ability to show adverse childhood experiences, ACEs, and the impact it has on an adult who is Scrooge. I hate people, I hate everybody, I hate Christmas, bah humbug, right? And he has to go through an initiatory healing aspect of faith, right, his pain, and to come out of holding and believing that this is the only way that he can be in life. And he wakes up and begins to learn how to be amongst people, how to collaborate, yes, to work with people rather than against or against himself. So we know that this victim consciousness dwells in all of us in some way, shape, or form. And to move away from consciously isolating ourselves, from consciously believing that people are bad and I hate people and people are hurt me, you know, we have to first accept that any interpersonal problem that we're having is coming from within us, not about the other person. Because if you make it about the other person, you will, you will be a victim to them. Now, and I know for some of you this may be crazy, but, but stay with me. I'm going up into the fifth dimension. I'm talking about how when we've had bad things happen to us in childhood and we haven't broken out of that belief system, the universe is going to send us, continue to send us that in different forms. And when we see it happening over and over and over again, that's a wake-up call. That's a call to say, you know, what is keeping this happening? And the answer lies within. And when you shift up out of that victim consciousness into what I call the victor consciousness, when you do your work, to really take on responsibility for why you are still calling up these negative, melodramatic, you know, traumatic situations in your life and over and over and over again. When you're ready to take that on, wow, then you are going to really be able to start having very loving, healthy, trustworthy, and supportive relationships in every area of your life, you know, home, family, partner, work, and community, 3D or virtual on Zoom. You can still have it. Yeah. This is why it is so important 
to do our inner work. Because if I'm believing and operating out of being a victim to life, if COVID shuts down everything and I'm by myself and I still believe that I'm alone, when I have apparatus and tools where I can reach out to people, I can talk to people, I can Zoom with people, but if I still feel isolated, that's something going on with me. That's something going on with me, and I need to work on that. I don't need to stay feeling like I'm all alone, nobody loves me, or people are going to hurt me, I hate people. You know, you can choose to move out of that belief system. And, yeah, it's work. I ain't going to lie. It, it's work to do it, but it's so worth it. So I'm making the opposite of isolation collaboration because that's the world we're moving into. Because collaboration you can think of as working with versus working for. Yeah. See, if you're a victim to life, you can only work for someone because you haven't claimed your authentic power. You're being object-referred, as Deepak Chopra calls it, object-referred, making things, including people and circumstances, outside of yourself responsible for what you feel, think, and believe about you. You know, the real reason that we take time apart to go into solitude is to go within and reclaim that inner strength, to embrace loving ourselves despite our shadow aspects, to commit to not being our pain, not having our pain body run our lives. So why? So that we don't transfer our pain, right, onto others or allow others to transfer their pain onto us. Yeah. We have to step into a system of self-mastery. That's the belief system that I can have personal sovereignty over myself, despite whatever situation I'm in, and that I get to choose who I want to be around, where I want to live, how I want to work, that I really have the ability to do that. And once we step into that self-mastery, once we step into that belief system, that's when we're ready to experience rewarding and fulfilling relationships and to collaborate successfully. Now, it's a lot in that, folks, but I just wanted to spill it on to you to think about because I know there are some of you out there that feel isolated right now that are not trusting that the world is out to gift you. You really believe the world is out to get you. And I'm telling you, it is a choice. So because isolation is a belief system rooted in fear, it requires energetic support to release. So here's the personal growth and healing opportunity for you this week. Just like the last two times, I want you to set an intention to become conscious of why and how you isolate yourself, okay? And you're going to make a sacred request by writing something like this. Creator, all that is, I ask and thank you for enabling me to uncover my victim consciousness to support that supports my feelings of isolation and move me into victor consciousness so that I can collaborate and embrace collaboration. I receive, I receive, I receive. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Ashe or amen. However you need to. 
to add it. And however you need to make that request, that's, that's for you to do. This is just an example. Next, what you're going to do is place your sacred intention on your altar for 24 hours. Then release it in a fire or water ritual. Next, allow at least three days for the rewiring process in your brain, after which you will receive the clarity and acceptance energy you requested. And if you don't, do the ritual again. Ask again. Sometimes we have to ask four or five times because we're not believing it, you know. But every time you do it, you will, it will help you really, it'll start to sink in. So if the first time after three days you're not feeling any shift, not getting any clarity, do it again. What do you have to lose? Throw out the clock. This is like you want to really move forward into the more of who you are and into harmonious, loving, self-mastery relationships that are about collaboration. As I said before, you know, sometimes when we do this work, you got to let the tears flow. You can reach out to family or friends who can hold space for you for your healing experience, Ashe. And the Sarah saying I want to share with you is the same I did the last time, which is peace is a state of consciousness that is as God is. It is whole, has no boundary between you and me, us and them. I say. <sighs> okay, I'm going to finally close out. And as always, thank my wonderful engineer, Miss Yvette Parker, and the entire Black Hole Radio Be Well family for their continued support of this work, for giving me platform. I am so grateful, so grateful. And to all my regular listeners out there, to all of those of you who have wisdom walk with me and you know who you are, to my family on both coasts, my spiritual kin everywhere, my transformational leadership colleagues, my medicine brothers and sisters around the world, and those who may be listening or watching in for the first time, thank you. Big thank you. I couldn't do this without you. Now, again, I am opening myself up to having 1,000 subscribers to my YouTube channel by the end of the year. So if you haven't already, please like and subscribe. Hit the bell so you get all of my notifications. And also share with your family and friends or coworkers or anybody that you think this message about choosing love over fear could support. And again, thank you so much for supporting my work. Now... I won't be doing live broadcasts again until Sunday, September the 5th. I will rebroadcast the first of the August sessions uh, for you next week on the 29th. And I will try to put out a YouTube on the elemental and astrological insights from today through to September the 4th. And I'll let you know again what my theme will be for the month of September. It's still kind of bubbling up. I'm still brewing it, you know. The book, Wisdom Walk to Self-Mastery, Ancient Wisdom for Transforming Pain. Yes, available at Amazon, Kindle, Barnes & Nobles, and other online booksellers, including Walmart. And it is a wonderful guide for you to help you really learn that you can transform your pain, that you do not have to live the pain. You don't have to experience being thwarted in your efforts 
playing victim to life that you can really move through. I share a little bit of my story in that to let you know that I do know what I'm talking about and I know it's possible. Yeah. And if I can do it, yeah, anybody can do it. So last but not least, I want to thank my God, my ancestors, my spirit guides, loving entities, everything that walks with me, keeps my head to the sky, my feet to the ground, and my heart open to do this important work with and for all of you. Now, please go forth and have a very healthy and safe Earth Week, opening up to paying it forward expressing your generosity. And I want to say, it's unfortunate that the surge is going on, but it is not, in my mind, anything I'm surprised about. Um, COVID is no joke. And microorganisms, like all living beings, want to live. So as long as it can find people to host it, it will do that. And so the wearing of masks, even when you're outside, is designed to keep the virus from growing stronger. I think if you hold it in your mind like that, maybe that helps. Like nobody's trying to muscle you. Nobody's trying to control you. No, this is, this is like basic science. And also if you believe in a greater order and direction, you know, a guidance, guidance from a greater order and direction, you have to stop the virus from growing, from becoming stronger. A variant means it's stronger. And that's what mask wearing is about. So encourage your family members, encourage your coworkers, encourage people, share that with them. Say, you know, we're just trying to make sure it doesn't keep growing. Because if it keeps growing, next time this year, I will still be here giving you the same message about wear your mask, wash your hands, keep your distance, you know, avoid, you know, perceived safety situations, practice the science safety. Yes, it's confusing at times, but at the same time, trust your gut. I have a friend who is vaccinated, fully vaccinated, and coming through COVID again. He's got COVID. I mean, not again. He got COVID. This is the first time. So this is another breakthrough. And there are so many um, breakthrough situations. Jesse Jackson right now and his wife are both in the hospital in Chicago. What a breakthrough. So even if you're vaccinated, wear your mask. Stop believing that the vaccination is enough. Clearly it's not. Clearly it's not. So don't go into denial. Don't be arrogant and don't isolate yourself. Realize that, you know, they're, they're, this is science. And, and it's real. So by taking care of yourself, helping to not spread it, you're helping others. And remember, this is a pandemic. This is the whole world. It's not just your family or your community. The whole world. I don't think we can wrap our heads around that. And so we need to really understand that we're all in this together and that the one thing I do to help prevent this disease from spreading, to keep it from growing and getting stronger, that affects everybody. Social solidarity, it's real. So I can't stress enough to you the importance of this because you are here for a purpose. You came onto this planet, into this three-dimensional experience 
for a purpose, for a reason. You're worthy. You're supposed to be here. Honor that. Have reverence for that. Believe that. And most importantly, please remember, you are not disposable. In fact, you are divine. Good night now. I hope you enjoy Convergence, and, and thanks again for sharing this part of your lives with us. It's been a real pleasure.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.